We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Thrilled to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. And we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, man, and a Happy Holidays. All right? Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and... um, Great to have you guys with us. Awesome to have you guys with us here on the show. We will never, ever, ever take you for granted. Um, Okay. It is time for the final upset pick slate of the year right now. You can get your upset picks in 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. If you are wondering what the participation is going to be like this week, every single year it drops off. Therefore, it's free points for you against the rest of the field, right? Because everyone's distracted. You know, part of faring well in this is the commitment to see it through to the end, right? Even when you're running, doing nine different things on your honey-do list right now. You got to see it through to the end, brother. And right now, here are the standings uh, as they were updated last week. I'll read you just the top 23. We got dead sexy Roger Carper with 16. He's in 23rd place. Gamecocks forever. 22nd place, 16 and a half. Yes, Diesel, you're in 24th with 15. I am at least going to finish with a winning with a, on the plus side at two and a half points. Shane Beamer forever. That's right, baby. In 20th place, we've got JC 17 and a half tied with Justin L for 17 and a half points. 19th place, Delano the truck driver, 18 points. In 18th place, we've got Delvin, 18 and a half points. 17th place, we've got Kevin H, 23 points. 15th place, we've got Hilly Hoo, the leprechaun of Lyman and Sherb, 24 and a half points. In 13th place, we've got Kyle D and Logan Simpson with 26 points. In 12th place, it's Dan B with 28 and a half smackers. In 11th place, it's Stanford Steve with 29, Pat McAfee, 29 and a half. Dan B, 28 and a half. Uh, let's see, Brandon with 33 and 9th. Mad Craft and Mark L.O. Ducks, 33 and a half with, in 7th. We've got Josh Pate in sixth place with 34. Top five, minor 49er, 34 and a half points. Fourth place, Lee Corso. Lee, win this thing for us, shall we? Shall you? Win this thing for us. And therefore, we don't need to pay out first place prizes. That'd be great. See, I think all these pros should be exempt from this because they have the weight of ESPN analytics behind them. <laughs> they have the weight of... Of uh, what is what is called what does Josh call his the the Josh poll or something? Yeah, the, yeah. He has that. That's not fair. 
It's not fair that they got analytics behind them that we don't have. We're just guessing over here. I'll tell you what. The offsiders love that they're able to compete <laughs> with their favorite celebrities. We got last year's champ, E. Thoughty, with 35 and a half points. We've got Gold Rush with 36 and Joe D. with 36. My friends, we have nine guys within three points of one another for the lead. When they say it's anybody's game, that is the very definition of it being anybody's game. Spur Daddy chiming in early and often. He's going UNLV over Kansas for 12 and a half points here in the early going. Taking a massive, massive swing is Spur Daddy here uh, as we get this party started. I've got a big one for you today. Mine is going to be revealed in the final segments of this hour. But your upset picks can begin coming in on offsides right now. 71307 on the carpro.com text line. You can start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show in your text. Please include your name, your game, and the point spread. So you'll open your handy-dandy phone. You will go to the text screen, 71307. You'll type that in there. You'll hit enter. Okay, then you will write the first word of your text is fan, F-A-N, and then hit us your name, Sherb, your game, UNLV Kansas, and then the spread, 12 and a half points. Hit enter, hit send. We'll get it. There you go. Uh, Coach AJ says, Eastern Michigan over South Alabama, minus 16 and a half. He thought he wants to know, are those standings with this past weekend's games included? Good question, he thought he. The answer is no, because... Games are still going on in the first stretch, right? In the first stretch. We are not going to be on the air to update games through this Saturday when the first week ends. Uh, I spoke to Dan B. last night, who's been graciously putting together our standings, and Dan B. said to me, I said, Dan, that's right, i got to get you the picks tomorrow. He said, Mark, no need. Half the games aren't done yet. And I said, oh, yeah, I don't need to get you the picks tomorrow, right? So first week Picks through the 23rd. The second stretch of games is from the 26th on. So today your upset picks are from December 26th through the end. All games except for the national championship game because we do not yet know what that matchup is going to be. Rules are simply they've got to be at least a three-point underdog. And we ask that you actually... Um, be believe your team is going to win the upset. Believe in your underdog, okay? Um, also, okay, like you will lose one point for an incorrect pick and two points if you fail to pick. How about that? How about that, my friends? What do you say we get caught up on some of what you guys are saying here on the carpro.com text line? It's been a pretty day, busy day today and right before the holiday. That is awesome to see. Uh, let's see here. Let's talk this out. Maybe we can solve all the world's problems by the end of this show. All of this college football stuff is sickening. Uh, let's Say what you want about dictators. They get stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Texter loves Diesel's idea. I wish I could remember what Diesel's idea was. The idea was uh, a buyout for a player transferring. So based on how many years you've been in a school, you have a set rate of what a scholarship costs in your conference. So if the ACC, you're going to set a standard amount of a scholarship being a $100,000 a year investment. That means if a guy transfers after his freshman season, the school he's transferring to owes the school he's transferring from 50 grand. If it's two years, they owe him 100 grand. If it's three years, they owe him 150. So there you go. The problem with NIL, and this is a very smart texter, he says the problem is that the portal, um, the conference jumping, is that the on field product looks good. And because of that, people are willing to ignore the damage being done to the product. You're right. You're right. In every other area. It's a product of our consumer greed um, versus standing up for the system. And our court system has made it nearly impossible to rein in the greed. Diesel, that's as succinct and as well said that that you could possibly say it. Yeah. The on-field product looks good, so how bad is the problem? It looks the way we've always come to know. Quality of play has not dipped. Why? Because you got still all the star players in. And then the court system has made it so that you can't do anything about this. Everyone's afraid of being sued, right? How can you restrict restrict my freedom to go where I want to go? Yeah, the, the so so the NCAA was able to set up all the rules for college football 75 years, 80 years ago, whatever it was. And now the courts are basically striking down all of those rules one by one, saying, NCAA, you don't have the legal right to enforce your sports rules. I got a question for you, man. How is it that they can say these these bylaws about transferring and so forth are unconstitutional, Diesel? But in our field, a non-compete clause is constitutional. It, do you think if somebody challenged a non-compete and they said, you're restricting my movement? I assume it's you because— you think a higher court would say you can't do that? I assume it's because we're professionals and we signed a contract that we agreed to that. They sign a scholarship, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what does it say? It's weird. Texter says, I'd rather buy lottery tickets. At least there's a chance on return. While not good, we get nothing back from the school being successful. Uh, Texter says, according to CNBC, 62% of Americans uh, are living paycheck to paycheck. I sure hope that other 38% supports the NIL collective. I simply won't. Uh, Texter says, when English soccer teams get relegated, they lose the revenue and all the star players are sold off or leave. Good luck with that model in college. But that's what happens in college right now anyway. As soon as a team has a losing season, half of their roster happened to South, not half, but a good chunk of it happened to South Carolina this year. 18 players transferred out so far. There, There could be more. So the, the revenue thing is, is going to be a sticking point, and that's going to be very interesting. We'll talk about it when we get to Chip Kelly's audio where he says every single team playing college football in this division needs to be operating under the same television model. Now, I don't know how they're going to distribute the money, but they all need to get a piece of that money, and it needs to be relatively equal it needs to be the same for everybody competing in the upper division and then everybody competing in the lower division. So that's that's a that's going to be a big sticking point how they're going to figure that out. And obviously the big difference is in in 
English Premier League, you could just buy a player to come in and, and fix your team. If you're a, a team that's been relegated down, you could go out there and spend the money if you wanted to. Go, go get a Ronaldo on loan, and he'll get you back up into the Premier League. Texter says in English football, you would lose your SEC money and wouldn't have the revenue in the Sunbelt Conference to ever get back. Premier League relegation takes away millions of dollars from the next season's roster. So you go from SEC money to Sunbelt money, and then you got to try to get back with Sunbelt money. Yeah, I, I see there. Yeah, again, it's, you're going to have those teams that sit in the bottom part of, of a, a conference that are always sitting in the bottom part of the conference. Because if you've just moved up from Sunbelt, and I'm making some numbers up here, and you're making $5 million bucks a year on your TV deal in the Sunbelt, but you're making $50 million bucks a year in the SEC, you're going to be far behind when you lose that money. But it's also something I've said for a long, long time. Imagine what would happen to these major programs if they lost the $50 million a year handout that they get right now. Talking about the Vanderbilts. I'm talking about the South Carolinas. Well, you're talking about the Clemson diesel because you know when we saw that? In yeah. COVID. And what happened? Clemson said we got to do away with track and field. And it, was it swimming was the other one? Then, yeah. when, then, then when it, okay, we're only going to be gone one year, they brought it back. Yeah. But did you see how much it crippled Clemson? One yeah. year. It's going to cripple these teams. It. And that's why you have, to, you have to distribute the money relatively equally. If, if we're talking about the power five, the power teams making – $50 million a year, then the group of five teams need to be making $40 million a year. So it's not such a crippling amount of money that you're losing. I, I like, I want to read this one more time from JD in Simpsonville. JD, this is good show information, man. This is contributing to the show. He says, according to CNBC, 62% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. I sure hope that the other 38% supports the collective. I simply will not. Good for mm -hmm. you. Good for you. Uh, let's see here. The fans that are complaining about the portal need to open checkbooks and donate 50000 every single year to Clemson's <laughs> collective. You can't afford so, man. Texter says, Mark, after, after reading DJ Uyangle's comments today, I think he's going to FSU and Cam Ward is going to Miami. Big whoop. Diesel, DJ going to um, – uh, DJ Uyangle going to Florida State doesn't scare me at all no. if I'm Clemson. No. Ooh. Yeah, like, that, what a step down from Jordan Travis that is. Wow. You've fallen off a cliff with that. Uh, let's see here. Mark, can I have another day of research, or when are these picks due? Today between 4 and 6.30 p uh, I'm sorry. Today between 4 and 7 p.m. Three. Tomorrow between well, – Today between 4 and 7. Tomorrow between 3 and 7. Thursday between 3 and 7. Or Friday between 3 and 7. Any of those days, you can send them in on the text line even when we're not on the air, okay? This is our last show on the air for the year. Uh, texter says, my bad, I accidentally chose a game on the 23rd. I will take UNLV over Kansas minus 12 and a half. So says Coach AJ. What about the degrees de What about the degrees of the kids? When you transfer schools, you are usually going from Fiji Apple to Granny Smith Apple. Seems that way. Uh, let's see here. According I think they're all, uh, so many of these guys are, are majoring in, you know, uh, athletic sciences that it doesn't matter. Ooh. According Underwater to basket weaving is Ooh. what they used to call it in North Carolina. According to MSNBC, Bidenomics is really working. See, Texter, see, you got to admit that every once in a while, the other network has a good stat. 
okay, it's okay. It's okay. Like, you don't, you don't have to make everything a turf war. Jake Cray next here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. How about the commitment level we've attained, Diesel, of our guests? Like, I had no idea, Diesel. Like, are these guys on the, on the what, is today the 19th? Are they still going to answer their phone for the, for the interview? You know, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, on the network shows, I always have to, like, text the guests again. You know, like an hour before. Hey, man, just a reminder. Otherwise, there's too big of a risk that they don't answer. We're December 19th. No reminder text for Don Munson, voice of Clemson, or Jake Crane, Crane and Company. They pick up. They're ready to roll. Jake Crane joins us right now on the show. Crane and Company, 7.30 a.m. Eastern to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Jake, congratulations, my friend, on an awesome year for you personally, for the show. I see you, absolute, you guys absolutely, absolutely slaying it on social media. What's in store for the audience of Crane & Company coming up in 2024? Well, Mark, number one, I appreciate those kind words. And congrats to you guys at, at uh, the Fan Upstate for absolutely balling out. Don't think I didn't see that either. I was happy to see that. Glad when good things happen to good people who work hard. But, you know, you talk about those network guys. Man, some of them didn't get it out of the mud, Mark. Some of them didn't get it out of the mud, right, when it comes to this this, sport, this sports media game. So um, I, I go by the Louis Lastic rule from Remember the Titans. Somebody said football and I come a-running. Uh, so you know I'm going to answer. But as far as, as us, here's what I can tell you. We're going to keep being ourselves. Uh, we're going to keep trying to give you the one of the best sports shows in the country. Uh, we may make another movie or two. I don't know. But the best part about it is with Crane & Company, with my brother and David, you never really know uh, what's going to happen. But you know it's going to be a good time. Speaking of more movies there, Jake, can I borrow a login code for the Real Daily Wire streaming service so I can watch Lady Ballers? Because I really want to see this. Uh, yeah, man. I, let's let's talk after the segment. I may uh, may be able to find you. <laughs> Sounds great. That was the cheapest ass question you have ever <laughs> asked in your entire life. Look, I get Can it. I borrow I a login code? Hey, we're in terrestrial radio. <laughs> he's up there big balling yeah. on YouTube. He's yeah. got the real oh, money. Uh, I don't. He's I, not big balling. He's lady balling. That's what he's doing. <laughs> oh, Mark. God, yeah. I tell you what. You're you're an absolute scientist yeah. when it comes to this. I love yeah. it. There you go. Jake Crane. Um, Jake, to what degree, Diesel and I have debated this a little bit this week, to what degree is there something with short man syndrome for quarterbacks? I heard Keyshawn Johnson say, show me the history of guys Kyler Murray sides. You're not going to find one that was ever a super stud. And then you look up Bryce Young, he is legit the exact same size, 5'10 and one eighth of an inch. Um, you know, granted, in Charlotte, he has zero offensive line. The offensive line is offensive. But is there something to that at the NFL level that, that you think a guy under six feet tall can't really become a star? 
No, I, I mean, uh, I think the game has changed so much offensively and schematically. You know, you look at the way the RPO has infiltrated the NFL. Guys are getting moved around a lot more. There's a lot more on the perimeter going on uh, with, with the quick screen game and, and things like that. But, I mean, listen, science is going to tell you that bigger guys are probably going to do better in sports. You don't have to be Sherlock Holmes to figure that out. But that doesn't mean that, that somebody can't come out and be a stud. I mean, even going back to the old day, Drew Brees wasn't exactly Yao Ming and was out here dotting it up and, and throwing through windows. And uh, that's why I laugh when people talk about, oh, well, Bryce Young, you're too small in the NFL uh, to, to be able to throw through the, the offensive lineman. Well, I can give you a hint. Those guys playing offensive line in Alabama, you want to know where they're at right now? They're in the NFL. So I think the game's changed a lot. You're not going to see a ton of short guys ball out, just like you don't see a ton of short guys ball out in the NBA. You do in Major League Baseball, but that's a totally different animal. So uh, now, Keyshawn, I was surprised that he said that because I know he understands the way the game has evolved. Uh, maybe, just, maybe he just has to see more of it, but, but I don't buy into that. Jake, going back to your history there as a coach, how do you coach up a guy who frustrates you by making the exact same mistake over and over and over again? We talked about it last week, so but I but I think about Kadarius Tony and and they they said he he lined up offsides four times just in that game. How do you deal with a player that keeps making the same mistake and just can't can't get right in his head? Well, to, to quote the late, great Mike Leach, you start by rolling some guys. Then you start by benching some guys. And then if they still don't figure it out, you start by cutting some guys, especially in the NFL. And the way college football is going, we may start having cuts in that because they want it in the business and there's two sides to it. But if you're going to make the same mistake, it's different if you just can't do it. If you just can't do it and, and you're doing everything right outside of that, well, then you're just not good enough to play or we're not good enough to win. But if you're good enough to do it and you keep making the same mistake, there's a good spot over there for you. The girl with the Gatorade will come around every once in a while. You'll get to take pictures for Instagram before the game, but you're not going to blow it once we start playing. Jake Crane, Crane & Company, joining us here offsides. Mark, Ryan, and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. Jake, what is the most puzzling transfer portal decision you've seen? either decision to enter, choice of school, uh, a guy overplaying his hand, et cetera? Well, you know, I'm not a mathematician, but I'm trying to figure out why Dante Moore would go to Oregon if he wants to, to play this, this next year with Dylan Gabriel going there. I, I really didn't understand that one unless he's counting on, you know, maybe Gabriel getting hurt, which, you know, Dylan's not the biggest guy in the world, and he does tend to get hurt. I'm not surprised – by anybody going in the portal anymore. Like I'm almost numb to it now. Like I don't, I don't think there's anybody that's just, you know, never going to get into the portal. Uh, but I would probably say the Dante Moore to Oregon one and really anybody that transfers from Georgia. I, I don't understand that. Jake, can you discuss in your mind the merits of Chip Kelly's comments and his visions for college football? Yeah, I think he's right. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, if we keep going at this rate and we and typically I'm not a red tape or regulation or bureaucracy guy, but I'm also not a, hey, let's just let it out and let the monster go run and start ripping villagers apart. So whether that's, you know, putting we all know who the czar would be like, let's not. But it's, it'd be Greg Sankey. Right? It's not going to be Boo Corrigan. I can promise you that. Uh, but, yes, I am all for 
getting some uniformity, not to restrict players from things that, that they deserve, but to put some guidelines on not only NIL and the transfer portal, but the calendar. I thought the best thing that he brought up was how crazy the calendar is. I mean, you've got a new signing period that's now in December. You're playing bowl games right around that signing day. Half the staff's having to stay back. And then you have guys that can leave, guys that are leaving on your staff and players that are leaving. You don't know who's going to play into the bowl game until maybe a couple weeks before. We need to adjust the calendar. The transfer portal is still 20 days too long. Best all-time <clears throat> Christmas movie, Jay Crane. Die Hard. Die Hard or Elf? Uh, die. I just. Would you believe I just saw Elf for the first time? Loved it. I've heard people no debate way. For, for the, the first, first time. time. I thought you were going to say Die Hard, and I was going to put down my headset and walk yeah, out of the studio. No, and I, I always see people debating Die Hard's Christmas movie relevancy. You're going Die Hard for the win over Chevy Chase and any of the vacation movies. I mean, listen, we're, we're arguing over supermodels right now. I mean, yeah. it's all it's 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 all great. <laughs> you know, I, I love me some Chevy Chase. Um, I, I tell you what, man, Elf, it's and and what's crazy. I don't know if you know this. I just found like three random facts today out of nowhere. But uh, it's funny you talk about Elf. I saw Will Ferrell turn down twenty nine million to make an Elf sequel because he didn't want to ruin the first one. So bravo to that guy. Fantastic. Well, Jake, I'm going to be real with you, and I'm going to tell you something that may make you unfollow me on Twitter. I personally didn't care for Elf. I didn't think it was a particularly great movie, but I will, put, I will put this out there for you, and this may strike you and make you want to be friends with me again. I've seen an argument out there that Lord of the Rings should be a Christmas movie because they've got elves, and elves equal Christmas. So you can I mean, add the entire a, a trilogy. For it. Yeah, there's a debate for it. I, I, I get that one. That's an interesting conversation. I mean, I could start up a conversation with you about how Peter Pan's really the bad guy, if you think about it. Uh, we could go down that rabbit hole if you want. But when it comes to you not liking for Elf, listen, Diesel, the greatest thing about the country we live in is you have the right to be absolutely wrong. Yeah, there you go. Diesel exercises his right to be wrong on a daily basis around these parts. Uh, Jake, it's, it's really something. That wrong muscle's got a six-pack. <laughs> Jake, is there, Line of the day. is there a player that you personally coached that you saw in your mind that guy has NFL next-level potential but just, just didn't make it because scouts didn't see it? Um, Man... I mean, even even when I was coaching, out like it was that that long ago. I mean, the scouts. I mean, I was in Mobile for most of my coaching career at South Alabama, so like we were where the Senior Bowl was. So if you didn't get found down there, they'd come. I mean, Herm Edwards and them would come run on the treadmill, and Rex Ryan and them in, in our offices, and you just wouldn't be, you wouldn't get found. Um, a guy that didn't make it because maybe he didn't get the best chance. I think I think Courtney Smith is a wide receiver we had that that I thought. You know, if, if he'd have gotten a little more time in the league, he ended up playing in the CFL for for a while. Uh, he could have really been a problem. That that was one guy. He had all the tools. He was massive. Out of uh, Prattville, Alabama, was actually displaced by Hurricane Katrina. Uh, a guy I, I really got a lot of love for. He was he was one that that I thought should have gotten a little more time. Jake Crane joining us. Jake, Josh Pate on these airwaves picked Alabama to win the national championship. I'll give them this. I hate the committee's decision. It's the most unpredictable playoff we've ever yeah. had. Okay? Who is your national championship pick? 
Man, I, I tell you what. Uh, yeah, look, either one of these four teams, and look, Washington could win it if it goes right. This isn't like the Washington you know, team that made the playoff that one year against Bama and then just got absolutely poom-poss slammed in front of God and everybody on live television. This team can actually do it. It's hard not to pick Bama because you kind of feel like, even though Alabama is such a big brand, they're playing with house money, right? And, and Nick Saban has a whole month to tell them about how people are doubting them and that they shouldn't have got in. It's the perfect storm. And the more I look at this Michigan matchup, man, the, the worse I feel about it for Michigan uh, just because of Alabama's ability to improvise with Jalen Milrow. But I tell you what, I always go with my gut, and I always go with my instinct. My instinct and my gut told me to pick Michigan to win it at the beginning of the year, so I'm going to stick with that. Jake, which portal players <laughs> movement has really baffled you the most? And it could be the reason why that guy left the school they were at, which which could have been a good situation for them, or why they would choose the school that they went to. Who's kind of making you go, huh, why did that guy do that? Will Howard. What? what, what why would you – like you could not be in a better offense at a place that has won consistently, and Texas and Oklahoma are gone. You could have been the starting quarterback – that could have taken that team to fill that void in that vacuum because Coach Kleiman and Kansas State, they can do it. They got the guys to be able to do it. And then you go out to USC where they couldn't tackle a math problem, and I don't think it's going to get any better. And listen, going to play quarterback for Lincoln Riley is not a crazy thing. That's not what I'm saying. But I felt like he left a situation that was perfect for him in a circumstance going into next year that would be perfect for him. I didn't really understand that one. But – it seems like, again, I'm not surprised by it because it seems like everybody, it's like the cool thing to do. Uh, let's see here. Jake Crane joining us uh, here on the show. Jake, I, I, I shudder at the thought. And, you know, like sometimes you can see the train wreck before it happens. I shudder at the thought of players opting out of a 12-team college football playoff. Shudder at it. <clears throat> and I'm waiting <clears throat> for a certain crowd on social media, when I tear apart whoever does that, they're going to be coming at me. This is something I've experienced. If, if it's happening to me when I'm criticizing kids for opting out of bowl games, I imagine the same crowd is going to be there when they opt out of playoff games. What is your stance going to be on that? Because to me, that's, that's end-of-time type, type decisions right there. Yeah, I, Mark, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to believe that's going to happen until I see it. Okay. Like, I, I think if I, I look at college basketball, who's opted out of the NCAA tournament? Like, and that's not four. That's, that's 68. I, I just – it would be such a bad look. That The only difference would be if you were hurt, if you were hurt. But you wouldn't say you were opting out because that would be bad optically on you, and you'd let the other team know that you weren't playing, uh, which would put your team and your teammates – at a disadvantage. So until I see that, because that, like you said, that's a different animal. That That is all of a sudden it really doesn't matter at the highest level. And it's scary, but I'm just not going to believe that until I actually see that happen. Jake, as we come to the close here of our year, and I think this is the last time we're going to have you on this year, uh, what was the biggest blow-up on Crane & Company this year? Like the biggest blow by the biggest argument? Yeah, biggest argument between hosts. Man, I would probably – I would say there's probably two. I mean, that we had the Michael Jordan-LeBron James argument. I mean, it got so bad we had to bring Ben Shapiro on to come judge who's right. 
uh, between Blaine and Cone, because I agree with Cone. I think Michael Jordan's the greatest basketball player of sure. all time. But Blaine is just – he's so on LeBron, it's its ridiculous. That one was big. Then we had a huge one that – and, look, we talk about, you know, obviously players, you know, Dak Prescott, we disagree on that. But but the one that probably got the most, like, intense would – and it's going to shock you because it's very random, but it's a real debate. Are there a difference – is a decal a sticker? That's what we were talking about. Is the decal a sticker on a helmet, right? I think it's a sticker because you stick it on the helmet. But Blaine and Cone don't believe it's a sticker. I think decal is just another way to say the word sticker. That one got pretty heated. Are you serious? It's absolutely a sticker. It sticks it's on the helmet. I've been saying that. <laughs> on the helmet because well, it all started – because obviously Cone's a Michigan guy, and Ohio State puts all those Buckeyes on their helmet, and he said it looks stupid, and it just opened up. Probably that, and my brother said that uh, Major League Baseball should let players take steroids. Oh, God. that See, that that one would set me off completely. Jake Hunt. <laughs> yeah, he, said he wants to see guys throw at 120 miles per hour and hit you know, 550-foot home runs, which, I mean – it would just ruin the sport. It would ruin every other. It's already with launch angles, and nobody cares about striking out anymore, and nobody bunts anymore. You know, maybe I'm old school, but I just I wouldn't like that. Jake, who would win in an argument, Ben Shapiro or Will Ferrell in old school? Now, I would have thrown James Carville's name in there, but Will Ferrell has already destroyed James Carville, so he advances to boss level. Will Ferrell in yeah. old school or Ben in a head-to-head debate? Who wins? Well, the question is, is Will Ferrell going to black out or not? If he does, I think he's got a chance. But I have yet to see somebody that can really step toe-to-toe with Ben Shapiro when he knows, uh, obviously, you know, the subject matter of what's going on when it's something kind of more curtailed to his interest. So I've got to go Ben, but if Will Ferrell blacks out, he's got a chance. It wouldn't be crazy to sprinkle a little money on the underdog, but I'll take Shapiro in that one. Uh, Jake, a question for you about National Signing Day, and I want to share some uh, some Mark Ryan proprietary info with you. To make the four-team college football playoff, you had to have a four-year rolling average of about class rank number 10, okay? No individual class in the four years worse than number 20. The average class had to be about number 10. Looking at the top 12 in the CFP this year, projecting for next year, that average class rating dips to about top 16 and three schools, Kansas State, Missouri, and Washington, would have been just around top 25, which opens the door for more schools like South Carolina, Florida State even, who's got a top three class this year, but it's been around, around 2021 the last few years as well. Uh, and I, I'm curious, you know, what, what are you most looking forward to about tomorrow's National Signing Day? Well, you know, was TCU, did they hit all those parameters? Are they like the only one? Are they like the anomaly? <laughs> like if they, they, they might have. I'm not 100% no, sure. No, yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati and TCU broke the, the para- broke the parameters. That, that, that's 100%. But the, uh, they were the exceptions, not the rule. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in aggregate, uh, obviously, and I know you're saying, you know, more than this, the team with better players is, is going to win more games over time and, and be able to win more championships. But what I think – you know, when we look at National Signing Day, what I'm interested to see is what, how much the parity increases with this 12-team playoff because now more teams have a chance to win a championship. Now more teams have a chance to extend their brand uh, to an, the next level. Now you have 
teams that, that can say, hey, you can have playoff tape to send to NFL scouts, which is a big part, obviously, uh, of the recruiting process. So this signing day, um, it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, you know, with as crazy as society is, I mean, I, I will say this. And Tom Luganville brought this up on our show today. I got to give Thomas flowers on this. With all, with, with being able to play in college football for 12 years now, right? With the transfer portal, there there are less than 20 guys in the top 100. I think he said that are that are not committed right now. Less than 20. That's insane because guys are trying to get spots because spots are filling up, right? Now your high school kids are losing spots. So uh, I'm very interested to see. It's going to be volatile with the flips and stuff like that. But so many guys are committed right now. I think it's going to be a little bit tampered down. But I want to see these next three years, how this 12-team playoff affects recruiting. Uh, Jake, what are you doing? What's your, what are your Christmas plans this year, man? What's going on? Man, we're going to stay. Uh, I'm going to go up and visit some of, some of uh, my side of the family uh, here this weekend. And then we're going to come back home and do Christmas. And then we're going to go visit some of her family. So uh, a little bit of everywhere, but it's all within three states, so it's a good situation. There you go, brother. Jake, thank you so much for all you do for us, brother. We look forward to speaking with you in the new year, man. Merry Christmas to you and yours, and uh, you're the best, man. We love having you on. I love coming on. It's it's some of the best part of my day. I always look forward to Tuesday coming on here and chopping it up with you all. Uh, Keep killing it. Everybody have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, all that stuff. Stay safe out there and uh, enjoy the, the football, basketball, hockey, whatever you watch, man. And, Mark, I'll, uh, I'll holler at y'all in 2024. Can't wait. Can't wait. Jake Crane, Crane & Company, one of the best sports shows in America, ladies and gentlemen. Check it out on YouTube, 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. And the best part is, if you're tuned into the Rob Brown Show during that time, you can watch Crane & Company on your own time. I have sent like no fewer than a half a dozen people to Jake Crane's show. There you go. Like you guys, you got to check him out. And you know, it's that, that type of show is not for everybody, but you got you find that right person, you're like, oh, this is exactly the show they've been wanting for the longest time, and you just hand deliver it on a platter. You feel like a king. You feel like a golden <laughs> god just handing something over to the people. Up next, my friends, uh, it is time for Diesel and I to make our upset picks official final picks of the season. Here on Offsides, we are the Fan Upstate. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Thrilled to have you guys with us. Uh, upset picks coming in. Texter says, Friday After Next is a Christmas movie. Never saw it. You seen it? Friday After Next? Uh, I know I saw Friday, and then I saw Next Friday. I don't know if I saw Friday After Next. There you go. Well, I saw one and two. Uh, the Home Alone for Christmas movie is the uh, the best one ever. Home National Alone? Lampoon Christmas Vacation is the goat Christmas it movie. Is. It is. Come There's on, no you guys. Hey, Griswold, where are you going to stick a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> that line by itself makes that the best. Movie. Yeah. And Beverly D'Angelo was very trustworthy in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I a take it that's, fox. that's his wife. Right? Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Mrs. Gr- Ellen Griswold was a smoke show. Yeah, believe, you believed everything she said. Everything, everything she said. Everything she said. Everything. Mark L.O. Ducks is taking Kansas UNLV, UNLV plus 12 and a half after uh, for his final upset pick. All right, Diesel, it is mm-hmm. time for your final upset pick of the year. Where 
Are you going? What is your take? I looked at a couple of uh, very interesting games here. I looked at Bowling Green over Minnesota. Minnesota less motivated. They've got their back, back, back it up quarterback playing this week. Um, and I thought maybe Bowling Green would be motivated for this game, whereas Minnesota was not. But I'm going to stretch it just a little bit, go for some more points, see if I can make some waves. I'm going Tulane plus 10.5 versus Virginia Tech. Why is a 6-6 six and six Virginia Tech a 10.5-point favorite over Tulane? Just because Willie Fritz left, that seems a little bit ridiculous. Uh, John Summerall coming in uh, as the interim, head, or not, excuse me, as the head coach. I don't know how involved he's going to be this week. I think Tulane is a really good football team, and they are going to smoke Virginia Tech. Who doesn't want to be there? Uh, okay, Diesel, you treasonous punk. You you have just taken my game as well. Okay, <laughs> you treasonous. Did punk. Did not talk about this before uh, here, the break. Here I was thinking I'm going to gain points on you because your <laughs> sorry pick of. Whatever A and M against. You thought it was going to uh, take Oklahoma a four-point game. Yeah, no. your your sorry pick is going to fall flat on its face. Therefore, uh, if I take this game, you win. There's nothing I can do. The only way for you to make it up is you got to take UNLV over Kansas. That's a twelve and a half point spread. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be able to pass me. Yeah. Well, I. But I, you can. If make, you don't get this and I get that, I will. What's how? What's the difference in our scores? Uh. Well. Why do you have to ask such hurtful questions? <laughs> you know, such hurtful questions, Diesel. Uh, if it's the, more than two and a half, picking UNLV. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You've got 15, and I've got two and a half. Yeah. Therefore, you miss this pick. You're at 14. Yeah. I get this pick right. I'm at 15. Oh. You like apples. How do you like them apples? That's give what me, you want to do. Give me Kansas over, uh, UNLV over Kansas okay. for 12 and a half. Diesel, you took my pick, and you had much of the uh, correct reasoning. I disagree with you on the following, though. I think Virginia Tech does want to be there. They've sucked the last few years. They're in a bowl game for the first game in a while. But I think Tulane, you know, not fully knowing all their opt-out situation, um, I think they're, they're looking at this. There's a major disrespect card here for Tulane. Major. That line is the most insulting line I've seen. Based on what exactly? You guys do remember, right? We think pretty highly of Ole Miss, right? Mm. First game of the year, Ole Miss beat Tulane by seven. Seven points. That's it. Seven points. You got Virginia Tech's six and six all cupcakes conference team as a ten and a half point favorite over a team who's been left for dead, forgotten. No, man. Like, I, I think that's actually a really good pick. I like Tulane. I thought you would go little guy over big guy diesel. I just did not know. It would be that one. So give me UNLV over Kansas as well. Trey says, Jingle All the Way is an underappreciated Christmas movie. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad in it. There you go. Uh, texter JC says, give me. You like that? Oh, new new YouTube guy. Is that what that means? No, I was just agreeing with his choice of uh, Jingle All the Way. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Texter says, uh, give me Tulane over Virginia Tech. So says JC plus 10. Boston College plus 11 over SMU. And uh, Texter made me laugh with a Tylenol PM tweet, but I'm not going <laughs> to say it on the air just in case, Texter. Just in case. I'm not going to say it on the air. Uh, okay. Up next, guys. We have got the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. The top five at five is coming your way next. The Fan Upstate.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.